0: Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for for May 21st, episode 2682, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people.
1: It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad acts. Enjoy the show.
0: Good morning everybody. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. We have a fun show planned for our last show of the week and I think we you're going to like it. Uh, we're, today we're going to be talking about how horseware makes plastic bottles into blankets and if you listen I'm dying to know. know. If you listen to the show, we had a prize what last month or the month before that We kept talking about the fact that they make these horse blankets out of plastic bottles, and we have the person who designs those on from Horseware today, because we want to know how. And Jamie helps an auditor that has a question about food aggression. And we'll see if
2: I can help. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk about it. <laughs> might I not you,
0: help. Might not help. Well, that's true of any of our tips. Uh, it goes without saying, Jamie. Yeah. Other horsey news, and we have some really bad ads. But before we get into the fun part of today's show, this happened, uh, just got word of this this morning, former eventer, trainer, event organizer, and a very well-known guy in U.S. Equestrian by the name of Mason Phelps uh, died expectantly of a heart attack. Attack, unexpectedly of a heart attack at his home in Florida at the age of 72. I think that was yesterday or the day before. He was the founder and chief executive officer of equestrian public relations at Phelps Media Group. And we worked with Phelps Media Group to get guests. We when we would go to the National Horse Show, they would help us to do our show from there. They were just, they're just a helpful group. It's a really good group. But he he was an incredible guy. In 1968, he was named to the U.S. Combined Training Association. Rider of the Year uh, He's been chairman of the American Horse Show Association, now the USEF uh, USET uh, uh, Also on the boards of the AHSA, the USET and the Show Jumping Hall of Fame uh, so he's had all of this credits. The other things he's done, too, are for charity. He's very philanthropic. In 1996, after his brother died of AIDS, he and Robert Dover got together and founded the Equestrian AIDS Foundation in order to raise money for that. He also has a couple of charity things he does every year in Wellington that raise millions of dollars for charities. He's just so well-known and so well-liked, and you're going to see a lot of tributes to him pouring out on Facebook today. I've already seen a bunch. Uh, so our best to everybody in the family and also at Phelps Media Group. We're, we're thinking about you today, and uh, we, we lost a good one in the horse world. Mm. But we, we have to go on, and we're going to do that with some Daily winnies. Well, my Daily winnies So my daily winnies are for our terrific auditors who have birthdays this weekend. We have Clara Son, Elena, Elena Gavins, Megan Eldridge, and, the, and that's it. Oh Happy birthday God. to all of you. I am having a tough day and I'll tell you why. So remember I mentioned on Wednesday, I had this pinched nerve in my neck and I went to the doctor yes. yesterday and yes. they determined I didn't break my neck. So that's good. Um, but she put me on severe muscle relaxants. So I am not responsible for anything I say today.
2: Ooh. Ooh, this is gonna be fun Glenn I've been meaning to talk to you about uh Rays uh, how, how are you feeling <laughs> um
0: I would say daily... probably not a good day to ask
2: <laughs> not a good day okay never mind we'll, we'll revisit that will revisit that. know when the when muscle relaxants
0: to... are done okay and uh, we can uh, talk then
2: my daily Winnie goes out to uh, you guys. I'm having so much fun with the, I've I've asked listeners that are not auditors to email me, send me a picture of your horse. I want to get to know you and it is going swimmingly. I got an awesome message from Carl who by the way, is in a Western, what
0: a guy listener, a A guy
2: listener. Yeah. His name is Carl and he's on his quarter horse and he's wearing a helmet and a
0: Western saddle. My hero. (laughs) Good for you, Carl.
2: (laughs) Then I got a message from Leslie, who didn't send a picture of herself, but sent a picture of her the cutest little buckskin ever, which was awesome. And then I got a message from Donna, who, you know, she's had some struggles, but she pushed through and she's back at it and she's riding horses and she loves our show. All of them sent me such awesome messages and I will write back. Now, you know, I've told all the non-auditors to write back. Y'all keep doing that send me emails, jamie at horseradionetwork.com. And also auditors, if, if I, we haven't connected, definitely send me a message too. I, I love, I love, well, you know what it is? It's a little bit of ego, Glenn. I'm like, oh my not God, you. there's people listening. <laughs> it's just validation.
0: <laughs> it is, it is tough. You know, we're not doing this in front of an audience. So, you know, with audience to get immediate feedback, we don't. And
2: that's, I know. that's why it does help. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. So I love hearing from you guys and any messages. And again, I will write back eventually. It's just like when I'm, you know, here you go. I'm writing back. <laughs> do you, do you know what's funny
0: is we talk about that all the time. Write to us and let us know, right? We've been saying it for 10 years. And then I realized all the podcasts I listen to outside the horse world, I've never written to any of those hosts. And yet right? I've been listening to them for years.
2: I mean, so I've I start- listened to one forever. And they, they never like get in touch with us or like they don't know their people, you know?
0: Well, I wrote to the, all of them. I thought, I'm going to sit down one day and I'm going to write them all notes. And, <gasps> and almost every one of them responded. Really? Yeah. And these are big shows. And I was surprised I got responses uh, from almost every one. a matter of fact, uh, the one I'm going to have on, uh, uh, this one woman I'm going to have on uh, like a Facebook Live for the auditors because she's kind of badass. So uh, it is interesting, though, you know, when you uh, when you actually do it yourself, <laughs> I had never done. Hey. Big news, last couple of days, all anybody's talking about on a lot of the Facebook pages is the new Ford F-150 Lightning. Have you looked at this? No. They just introduced it the other day. It's not out yet, going to be out soon. It's their new all-electric version of their... The most popular truck in the world, a Ford F-150. And uh, the thing about this truck, there's a couple things. One, I still have a problem with electric trucks not having great mileage. You can't go very far and you have to plug in. But okay, this is an electric F-150. Completely electric. Jamie, where the engine would be in the front, under the hood, is storage. It's a trunk. They yeah. call it a frunk. <laughs> <laughs> front trunk but this is the cool thing about this truck it does have a lot of cool things it's going to be aggressively priced you know most of these cars you go buy a tesla you're gonna pay 100 grand right well these uh the starting price is thirty nine nine. it's less than a ford f-150 a regular one
2: this is no gas
0: no, the, uh, the battery literally jamie runs from underneath the front hood all the way through under the back bed that's how big the battery is that's all battery under there um, it's, and then if you get the kicked up extended range version, that'll, that'll go 300 miles and all the bells and whistles, it'll be in the mid fifties, which is still less than the uh, Tesla.
2: Wait, 300 miles before you have to recharge? Yes.
0: So that's the thing. The regular model at 39.9 will go 230 miles, and then you have to recharge. And then the other one will go 300 miles. So if you're doing long distances a lot, this is probably not the truck. But if you're just running around, you know, probably contractors who just do local, this would be great. It gets gets just gets this, get this, Jamie. I told you I can't talk. It goes zero to 60 in four seconds because it's an electric motor. It just... And it'll t- This one will tow up to ten thousand pounds. And the thing about an electric motor is it doesn't bog down when it's towing, because it has all the torque in the world.
2: But does it drain your battery? I'm like, yeah. See, now like- that's
0: the one thing they didn't talk about. And I looked in all the articles. Nobody's gotten a word on how your mileage drops if you're towing. I don't know if it's going to be that much different. I don't know. They haven't announced that yet. Uh, apparently, orders are flooding in for this. You can put $100 down now and order yours. <laughs> um, so th- the cool things about this are, get this, it has a bunch of power sockets. So the demonstration showed you pull up the truck uh, to a work site. It has 11 built-in 240-volt outlets. So you just can plug it in and use, run your equipment off of it, saws, whatever. You can run your trailer off of it. And once you plug it into the house, there's a special connector you have to get put in, like a 30 amp connector put into your house. You plug it into your house. If your power goes out in your house, the truck will reverse power your house. So... It knows. Then the power went out. You can set the truck to power your house. And it's like pa- a generator, like it turns a generator into a generator. It'll power it for two to three days.
2: Okay, I, I, this, this all sounds great, but like, the fact is, like, all these power, everything's gonna drain the battery. That well, would stress me out so much. <laughs> and I guess, like, is it like a, there's a like a gas gauge, like you a get battery an app, gauge?
0: you do get an app that you can track. You know where your battery's at. And I am all of already that stuff.
2: stressed out enough about the gas. <laughs> like, if my gas tank gets below well, half, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get
3: fuel.
0: I did. I, so. I did dig into that because I always wondered how long it takes. And apparently, with their with the fifty thousand dollar version, you in ten minutes you can charge uh, from fifteen percent, or actually, you can go in ten minutes you can get fifty four miles of range into your charge. So if you just plugged in for ten minutes, you get fifty four miles. If you plug in for 41 minutes, you'll take your batteries up to
2: 80%. So, how long does it take to get
0: 100%? 100% at your house overnight without the super-duper fast chargers you see out and about uh, will take eight hours. So, that's the problem with these trucks still. You know, until they improve the batteries where you can get 800 miles.
2: It's, it, this is awesome, but here's here's the thing. I will get one of these when they have learned to... You know, self charge like like batteries yeah. in a car. Like the more you drive it, the better yeah. it, the stronger it gets. That's when I'll get one.
0: Yeah, this is something I think. Again, for local contractors, it, this would be great. You know, because they they can plug it in every night. They can plug it in at the job site, probably. So I don't know. It's just kind of cool. They even have plugs in the trunk, so you can plug in uh, one twenty plugs. In, so all of those fancy coolers that have you can plug them in. You can do that and, and still have the cooler in your trunk in the front.
2: I mean, that's it's a pretty, heck of a tailgate right there. It is hey cool. y'all, <laughs> come plug beer. in. <laughs>
0: Hey, I did, uh, before we get to, uh, well, I'll do this one later. As a matter of fact, we'll do it in our post-show. i got to talk to you about a study I found. We'll do that in the post-show. That'll be fun. But first, we have to hear from Kentucky Performance Products, and then you have a trainer tip to do. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
3: The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Electrolytes. Who needs them? Your horse, that's who. Electrolytes perform critical functions within your horse's body. They help regulate nerve and muscle functions by carrying electrical impulses between cells. In addition, electrolytes assist the body in maintaining a healthy fluid balance by controlling your horse's desire to drink. When your horse loses significant amounts of electrolytes and fluids, problems such as dehydration, muscle cramping, fatigue, tying up, and colic may occur. Even in mild forms, these conditions can have a negative impact on your horse's ability to perform and recover after exercise. Top riders and veterinarians turn to Summer Games electrolyte to keep their horse healthy in hot weather, and you can too. Summer Games replenishes the electrolytes and trace minerals lost when your horse sweats. And it stimulates the thirst response, so your horse continues to drink and stay properly hydrated. So when the going gets hot, trust Summer Games Electrolyte from Kentucky Performance Products to protect your horse.
0: This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, Jamie, there was this question that was asked in the auditor room. Do you want to review it quick?
2: Uh, he, bring it on. I, I, I just read it right now, but do you want me to read it out loud? Yeah,
0: sure. Or part of okay.
2: it. Yeah. Um, help. I brought my new COVID pony home from the trainer's barn and we have another older mellow gelding who was getting lonely. They were separated. So she brought her new COVID pony home and she says she's learning. He is very aggressive, especially at feeding time. They were separated a few days and they were getting along over the fence. And then she slowly started letting the new guy out in the same paddock and turnout space. And she said, I expected some antics, but it seems to be escalating or not improving, especially when I am around or when food is involved. I'm still separating them for meals and to give my older guy a break, but it's not ideal in my open barn setup. They go out on grass together and leave each other alone. Uh, I was trying to give it more time and not panic, but I got caught in the fray and kicked this morning. Any tips? Okay. Let me go backwards and read this. I'll uh, I'll break it down. She said, My COVID pony I am learning is very aggressive, especially at feeding time. Okay. Okay what does that mean? Like, is, is it aggressive when you go to halter it? Is it peace bearing at you or is it just when food is around? I, I, I've got follow-up questions. So Caitlin, you can get back with me and answer these. Um, but what, what do you mean by your horse is very aggressive? I understand the, especially feeding time now it's tough. Okay. Because feeding horses, especially horses that have been, Hmm. I don't want to say starved, but there are horses that have been hungry. Do you know what I mean, Glenn? Like, like horses. Scooter and,
0: when we picked him up.
2: <laughs> yes. Starving horses to death. <laughs> that have been hungry in their past tend to be very protective of their food in my experience.
0: Um you By know the way, it's the reason we can't feed Nigel and Scooter in the same field, because Scooter will run him off. Yeah. Because, because
2: he's yeah. been hungry before. Yeah, he wants all the food. And, and that is just something that I think is the hardest thing to get over. And I I talked to Monty about it because I had a horse that was super aggressive, but in Arizona and we had separate, like the stalls were that pipe corral. So he could literally run and attack his neighbor next to him, you know, kind of thing, because it would just reach right over the the corral. So he told me (laughs) what to do. And he would also kick it, kick at it, kick at it, kick at it. And he's like, drape a tarp over the um, the the railing in between the stalls. Just drape a tarp because if, if you're going to kick it, he, they hate the way that that feels when they kick it. And lo and behold, the horse stopped kicking. But this sounds like you don't even have corrals. I tell you, girl, I've got two horses that eat together in the field. Everybody else comes into their stalls because they're all jerks. Every one of them needs to be separated to eat. I would never in my wildest dreams walk out into a field with feed tubs and go, here's one for you. Here's one for you. You'll get kicked. Obviously it's a terrible situation, but you know, you got to figure out a way to make like feeding stations for each horse. So the, I have two brood mares out in the field, sorry, two mares. And one is definitely bossy, but the other one's fat. So the bossy one, I have buckets stuck on the fence and I feed them from outside the fence. So I walk over, I dump the grain in the first one, and then that's the dominant one, so she gets to eat first, and then I dump the grain in the second one, and so she gets to eat second. They're not close together, they're far apart, and I feed them from out. Side the fence, so that would be my first thing is to tell you to do not go in there with horses that are hungry, especially aggressive ones. And I had a question from another listener who sent me a video, and I was like, "What are you doing out there? Stop being like, be on the other side of the fence, or bring them in, put them somewhere, make like a a hitching post for these horses, and that is where they have to go stand to eat. It is just something that just is not. They're not going to be like, you know what? You are my friend. You can have some of my food. That's never going to happen. <laughs> never. You can. You just can't seem to get over it. So, I would say, if you can't bring them in, then feed them very far apart, and feed them from outside the fence. You know what I mean? Like, like put a bucket over the fence, and those buckets live there, and you feed them from the outside. I, I can't give you any better way to do it besides bringing them in or feeding them from outside the fence far apart it's just and and maybe you tie them to the fence while they're eating you know so they can't mess with each other but obviously they have to know how to tie first so
0: do that i did do a follow-up question with her she said he's also she also added to it that uh she was scratching her other horse in the barn when the new guy came up to intercept the attention and actually kicked her Okay, Uh, they should not be loose together. That I was wondering about too. Um, And then um, I did a follow-up question. I said, did the trainer, it was out of trainers for a long time. I said, did the trainer warn you? And, you know, because the trainer would have noticed this, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I didn't get an answer, but
2: I, 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 Miles and Stanley, my two two year olds, are best friends. But if I scratch one on the field, the other one comes right up. And it's really frustrating when Trad tries to do tractor stuff out in the pasture. He's like, they just keep following me (laughs) because they're super friendly, but they will get. After each other, if you're, because they want, they want the attention, they want the scratches. So, Kaylin, you've just got to, you've got to manage this whole thing better. You can't just be running around outside with all these horses, especially if one's more aggressive to the other one. Um, it's just, it just, you gotta, you gotta figure something out. But get a shed and put some panels in it or something. Figure out a way to, to make this more manageable because you're gonna get hurt. This, some horses just can't be loose together out in the field, you know, like it's just this kind of thing is going to happen. So, um, I hope that helps at all. I, I, I can't say that it's helping. I, aside from me tell like worried for you, like, I think that's kind of scary is what's going on out there. And yeah, you're going to get kicked, but the horse isn't kicking you. It's kicking at its friend. Cause it's like, that's my mama. I want those scratches. Cause they're, they're just horses are done. That's how they. It's how they live is like they're dominating and, and and one has to be uh, over the other one. And if they're constantly challenging the pecking order, and then there's you thrown in there and they don't know where you stand in the pecking order, you know, walk out there with a line, uh, uh, like a long line and slap it on your leg and send her away, send her away. Remember the person who's in charge is the person that moves the other one's feet. Okay. So if you can move her feet, you are in charge, but she's moving your feet right now. And you've got to figure out how to be the lead mare in this herd, but also in doing that, keep yourself safe. I don't know if I answered that, but
0: suit of armor, I'll send you one. I'll send you over suit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like just be big. When horses drive each other away, they are eyes on eyes, shoulders square, right at them. And when they invite them in, they're passive and they're kind of like to the side. So if you need to use your body language to be big, get big, go, ugh, eyes on eyes, shoulder square, right at her, arms up, you know, like something like that will really send her away. But again, all of that is going to be dangerous until you figure out a way to step when you, when you are messing with these horses, you need to have them separate. Sorry.
0: No, that's, my I, no, that's true. I, as as I said to this day, we cannot give give feed to our two horses together. Oh no, because Scooter and, will just chase him away, and then you know, and he gets mean about it. Uh, and he's half the size of Nigel, and still wins the <laughs> battle, and know? wins
2: every time. Yeah. Well, Miles and Stanley, they're both two year olds, and they will stand in the same stall and eat the same flake of hay, and then all of a sudden, Miles is like get out (laughs) for no reason. So you just, the unpredictability and the unpredictable nature of their behavior, you know, if you're not paying attention all the time, you could get hurt. So, so
0: yeah, we go around these big thoroughbred farms around here that do thoroughbreds and they're feeding, you know, they have buckets of buckets for grain all over the field. They come out and pick up trucks, dump it in the buckets and the horses are all they just eating. My only guess is they give them all the same thing, and they don't care which bucket they go to. It has to be what it is.
2: And and it, that's a fight too, Glenn. Don't let them you you like oh look how peaceful it is. BS. These horses get kicks. They get yeah, scratches. They just they don't get care. You
0: know they don't they don't care. But it's worth it's worth the savings in time. They couldn't bring them all in because there's yeah. hundred out there.
2: They're yearlings. Yeah. They've got twelve. You know, fifteen buckets and, your, and fifteen yearlings. And they yearlings. probably do feed
0: them all the same. Everything. Oh, is yeah, the absolutely. Same.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So, the, uh, you know, and then that's how they, but those horses also have never been hungry. Right. You know, so you take that element out of it.
0: That's true. Yep.
2: I feel like I've been talking in circles, but let's no, move No, that's on. true.
0: Well, let's uh, talk to Claire, who's the product innovation manager at Horseware over in Ireland. And we're going to give her a call in Ireland right now to talk about how they make blankets out of plastic bottles, which is something that Jamie and I just found absolutely fascinating when we gave a prize away a couple months ago. And
2: like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's find out about
0: that. Well, hi, Claire. Thanks so much for joining us from Ireland today.
4: Hi, Glenn. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me and
2: letting me speak on behalf of, of Course course, Ireland. Well, guess, well uh, hold on. Where are you and what is the weather like? I have to know. OK, um, so I am in
4: the west of Ireland because currently we're um, working from home. Ireland is beginning to come out of its lockdown. So I am in um, Galway which is on the West Coast. Our offices, the Horseware offices, are based on the East Coast in Dundalk. And it is a very overcast, grey day. It's definitely going to rain. It's probably already raining somewhere else. Welcome well, to I, Ireland.
2: I, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I went to Galway and you're describing the exact day I had there. So perfect. Oh my God, amazing.
4: <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's exactly a typical Galway day.
2: Uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay, just want to get through that. Now, this is this is just the coolest thing in the world, Glenn.
0: Yeah, we we gave away a prize a couple months ago uh, and it was one of your blankets and it was one of the eco blankets. And we were, we were like, how do they make blankets out of plastic bottles? It just fascinated the hell out of us. So that's why you're here today how do you take plastic bottles and make it into a blanket
4: okay well um it really is incredible and we're we're so excited that we've been able to harness this technology so plastic bottles are made from a substance called polyurethane tephalate, and that uh, composition then can be reused and recycled so um, we collect consumer waste um well our supply chain collects consumer waste plastic bottles and then that is ground down into flakes and those flakes then are melted and then respawn into uh, strands of yarn, which is then woven to create a brand new fabric, um, which we call Oropet and gives us the same texture and durability as a polyester fabric.
0: Well, that was my question: is durability? Because obviously, that's the thing we all deal with—is you know, horses eating each other and t- putting big holes in the blankets. Are they as durable as as uh, you know, twelve hundred denier ear sheets?
4: Yes, that was something that was really important to the research and development team um, when we were creating um, this this product. Um, recycled fabrics—we were beginning to see coming through from you know early two thousand and eighteen. Um, we were seeing a lot of the the high street clothing brand doing it. So we started to investigate it, but it really took us about, um, you know, 18 months to achieve the durability that we needed because we wanted to offer the horsewear customer something that was the exact same durability and would offer the same performance as a virgin polyester, um, 1200
2: denier rug. I I have a question. So the making of polyester and the making of this fabric how do they compare?
4: So I suppose polyester is being, being made from like virgin compounds, whereas we're using something that has already existed. It's already been created and is something that was going to be disposed into landfill. So we're giving it a second life and we, regardless of it, whether it's this, brand new or pet fabric or whether it is a virgin polyester all of the horsehair fabrics go through stringent internal and external testing so whether that's ios testing to ensure the waterproofness and the breathability of the fabric or whether that's reach compliancy so um, to operate and sell products within europe we have to be compliant in terms of the chemicals that we use as part of the supply chain So the fabrics are all tested internally um, within the the wastewater supply chain first, and then they're sent externally to third party independent test houses to ensure that the strength is is tested. So they'll um, do tear strength, they'll do abrasion testing, um, and then they'll also do testing on the waterproof and breathability of the fabric
0: So. And we then have, they put it in a pen I, I, with a whole bunch of ponies and sees what to see what happens.
4: Well that, and that that is what we do. <laughs> That's what the what the team spend a lot of our time doing. We have um a fifty horse strong wear testing team that we have across um Ireland, we have ponies based in Spain, and we have testers based in the southern hemisphere across um New Zealand and Australia. So you're absolutely right, Glenn. It's so important that um whatever the lab might say, it really is the proof is in the pudding when it goes out into the field and into a pen full of ponies. So anytime we develop a new fabric, again, whether it's the, the brand new or pet fabric that we're using in these Amico Amico blankets, or if it's um, something in our fly range or our cooler range, all of our fabrics have to be um, tested on horses for a minimum of six months before we can kind of give them
2: the green light. Okay. So, First of all, I am so excited about the technology. I'm a recycle nut, and I'm so happy to see what you guys are doing, um, repurposing these plastic bottles, which are just taking over the world. Uh, number one. Number two, the, the the color is gorgeous. You've got a teal one. It's like a mm. teal and gray, spectacular color. I love the closures on the front and the triple closures on the belly, and then you have the full neck, too. But what I'm asking about the, as far as polyester versus the plastic, I mean, obviously you guys spent a lot of money on research and development, but is it cheaper to make polyester or is it cheaper to grind down plastic bottles, melt them, do the whole fabric thing like that? Is it, is it more cost effective to use recycled or no?
4: At the moment, and this is kind of more where where the supply chain the outside of Worcester is at the moment, Jamie, Um, it is actually more expensive to produce recycled um, recycled fabric. and that's across the board. there there is a, a cost difference between a lot of these repurposed products, and that's because of the the new technology that these suppliers are using and having to develop. So at the moment, because it's so new, there is a bit of a cost difference. however, we have managed to ensure that the cost of the Amigo Amigo blanket is very comparable with a standard Amigo Bravo, which is a Virgin um, 1200G, because we want the customers to not feel that they you know, have to stretch. If they want to buy something from a sustainability point of view, we want to offer something that is a of the horse for quality, and then still within that Amigo Bravo price point. So again, mm-hmm. that was that was something that we worked at. Now I do think, and this is just from a from a manufacturing point of view across the board, and um, that is the way a lot of the the production, whether it's in human clothing or in um, you know the textile industry, as that technology becomes more commonplace, I do think that we'll begin to see um, it being more economically viable to do both. And um, another point that I just want to make as well that we worked really hard on for this Amigo Amico blanket is it's not just the outer fabric like you described there, Jamie, the trimmings, the strappings, um, the lining on the inside of the blanket. All elements of this blanket are made from this orpesh, this recycled plastic bottle material. Um, and again, that was something that um, we, we had to work really hard on because. When we started the project, it was really easy to get the outer, um, create the outer fabrics. Um, but the to create the quality of the lining and to create the quality of the bindings and the trimmings of the blanket, that took us a little bit longer to develop um, and a little bit more work, again, to ensure that we were creating something that was as durable and as robust as a virgin polyester version.
2: Well, I hope it catches up. The technology catches up in the textile industry to make this more affordable. But as it is now, if I was between a regular blanket and one that was made out of plastic, I would, I would absolutely pay more for that one because then I feel better about myself <laughs> and well, you're saving the great. world and 218 yeah. plastic bottles are recycled to create one rug. So I, I yeah. Should- can I just start sending you guys plastic bottles? Is that cool?
0: My <laughs> <laughs> other question means, too all is all can can we just can I have one blanket that you just leave all the meshed or mixed up colors of the plastic after it's ground up. Don't oh, make cool. it a pretty blue, make it like this <laughs> just the color of the bottles all together, plain. That'd be fun.
4: Well, that's a great idea Don. At the moment we're we're actually working um we're working on our autumn winter uh 22 collection, so we're we're way ahead in the future, so I'll take all of these ideas, bring them back to the team, and by by all means, we can, uh, we can definitely look at right. making um, more eco products um,
0: in the future. My next request is that you go down in size because I have a pony. and He's a size 60, and you only go to 66. Are, is there any plans to go to pony sizes with this?
4: Yeah, I think that we've we've launched it in in our core horse sizes to begin with to see what the the see if anybody reaction it. is. <laughs>
0: Pardon? To see if anybody buys it first. Yes, I exactly, get exactly, yeah. exactly,
4: exactly. But so far, I mean, we've just been absolutely blown away by the response. Um, it, we've we've seen huge traction. Um, it's become so popular in Europe and. We we do our collections um, so far in advance, like we are, you know, working twelve months ahead. So we're really only seeing it actually being launched into the marketplace right now. Even on social media, just seeing people being so excited to share their amigo amigos, it's it's incredible. So, um, you know, onwards and upwards. We at where we're we're so passionate about sustainability. It's going to just become much more part and parcel of how we do business. Um, we've been looking at every part of the business, not just creating sustainable products, but like how we package the rugs. Um, we now use vegetable ink across our packaging. We are, um, the clothing team are doing incredible work. Um, all of the fibre fills that are across the clothing um, range in the jackets is also made from a reprieve fill, which is using plastic bottles as well they're using a polyester which is 95% recycled material. Um, so it's just, it's you know, it, it's really, really part of, of our brand vision and our goals going forward. So, um, as it becomes more commonplace. And like Jamie, what you said there, um, really, we see that it's so important to our customers that so we want to fulfill those needs. So um, ponies are a big part of what we do. So we hope that we can begin to filter more sustainable options down across the range um, as, we, as we grow this concept.
2: This is so exciting. I mean, I was so excited when I read it. I was like, "What? They made a blanket out of plastic?" But it's so exciting, and you guys are changing the world for the better. So I thank have one you for request, all the though.
0: There. I do have one request. Oh Claire. Lord, here we go. <laughs> right, Claire, we have to read these commercials, and "amigo amico" <sighs> is very hard to say together. So maybe you could change well, the name. That would be good for us. I'm,
1: I'm I'm glad
4: that you brought that up, actually, Glenn, because it's a bit of a play on words. So I don't know if you might have cuffed it already. I did. It but... <laughs> Doesn't
1: combination make
0: it easier to say. Amigo and eco.
4: Um, and we must all together to come up with this little tongue twister of amigo. <laughs> well, you I'll did tell well. you what.
2: Yeah, Claire, it took me, I think the second time I read the commercial, I was actually, it's on tape. I was like, wait, amigo and am eco. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: It took us a minute. <laughs> I love that, it. That's great. I'm going to call Tom and tell him you need a raise, by the way. Uh, oh,
4: thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you did a great job
0: explaining all of this and a great job putting these products together. You have a fun job, too. So thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you explaining how all this works. And it actually is a blanket made of bottles.
4: Exactly. No, thank you so much, guys, for having me. And um, I've been really enjoying... Um, the show, and it's, it's incredible just to um, be able to explain what Horseware is doing, and um, thank you so much for taking the time. Well, we Claire, love you guys. I wanted to
0: me- be- before we go, I wanted to mention you can buy these blankets at horseware.com, and free shipping over $75, so you can find them there.
2: All right, hold on. Glenn, you can cut this out if you want, but Claire, i got to tell you a story about my time in Galway. Okay, please do. Okay, so I'm in a pub, and I see this guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the guy from Game of Thrones. You know, the redheaded, bearded guy in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the guy from Game of Thrones. And my husband's like, Are you, oh, my God, I think you're right. And I was like, I'm going to go get a picture. And so I walk over to him. And I don't know his name, but I'm like, hi, can I get it? Like, if it wasn't him, I was going to be like totally weirded out, right? Uh, so I walk over to him, and I'm like, hi, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. Come on in. And he takes the picture with me and walks off. And I was like, I knew it was him who would take a picture with me if it wasn't the actual guy from Game of Thrones. And we do, we start thinking and the bartender comes over and I'm like, oh my God, I got my picture with the guy from Game of Thrones. He's like, that guy's not from Game of Thrones. (laughs) And I was like, yes, it is. Look, and I showed him the picture of the guy and then the picture of the guy in the bar. And he was like, no, no, no. That guy was not in Game of Thrones. And I was like, well, why was he okay with me taking a picture with him? Apparently, Claire, Ed Sheeran filmed a video in that pub, and that guy is in Ed Sheeran's video. So there you go. He, he was sort of famous. <laughs> I, I, so I actually got drunk enough to where I walked up to him, and I was like, by the way... I thought you were the guy from Game of Thrones, not some guy in an Ed Sheeran video. Okay, like whatever. <laughs> that was way cooler. <laughs> I was like, come and tell everybody you're from Game of Thrones. Thank you. <laughs> they loved me. In
4: I, think, um, I think I think red haired people though in Ireland are very, very used to having their photos taken as well. So I really, that, um,
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
4: I have many red haired friends who would regularly just be asked to have their photos taken because you know it's quite unusual for. Some people in different parts of the world have not seen pale, red-haired people. So, um, yeah, I'd say he was well used to it. And also,
2: go people, people are incredibly friendly, so it's all positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
0: was really, we had such
2: a good he time He walked away Baldwin.
0: saying, oh, my God, I thought this woman liked me.
2: I thought you liked me. <laughs> Turns out, I'm like, you're not as famous as I thought you were. <laughs> anyway, it was so nice. No, we had a good time. It was a really fun time. And the next day, I got to go fox hunting uh, with oh, Cooper's Oh, my God. It was so awesome. Was such a great experience. And I can't wait to come back to Ireland.
4: Oh, wow. Well, um, definitely, you should have uh, planned trip to visit horse or when, when you come over. We'd love to have you. And that'd be fun you to see the factory. That would be
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. It'd be awesome. where we make the rainbows, so. All um, right,
0: I got um, to go because I have to call Tom now for you, okay? Uh,
2: thanks, <laughs> thanks, Claire. Thanks <laughs> All <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. Bye, bye. Claire. bye, Bye, bye,
0: bye. Well, she was delightful. Everybody we have on from Horseware is always delightful.
2: Because <laughs> so. She's Irish. It's like they're Canadians. Yeah. Everybody's nice.
0: <laughs> By the way, for those that don't know, when I'm saying the name, Tom, he's the guy that runs the place. He's the owner yeah. of uh, Horseware, and he's an endurance rider. We've had him on our show a number of times, and he's an endurance rider. He's off doing yeah, he's endurance cool. and a polo player, too all right let's talk a little bit about a brand new sponsor we have here yes it's the harness horse <laughs> it's so hard i said to say. you have to do this commercial cuz i can't say the name right and look you messed it up
2: okay because you're on painkillers and i'm not i have no excuse <laughs> the harness Horse Youth Foundation, or HYF, has been in existence since 1976, offering hands-on activities, scholarships, and educational resources to get kids interested in horses and in harness racing. Camps are offered to kids with or without horse experience the opportunity to learn about horses and racing, of course. HHYF, I'm going to say it again just for fun, Horse Harness Youth
0: Foundation. Bam. Nope, you didn't get it. It's Harness Horse Youth Foundation.
2: What did I say? Said
0: horse
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is not that hard. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation <laughs> owns a stable of five horses that travel similar to school horses and other disciplines. So, lots of HHYF alumni and graduate success stories from drivers and trainers, both standardbred and thoroughbreds, to lawyers, politicians, musicians, firefighters, and even yoga instructors. So, if you're looking for a fun horsey thing for your kids this summer, check out the camp schedule at. H-H-Y-F And that is the Harness Horse Youth Foundation. And
0: it's cool. The kids actually, by the end, get it's to awesome. take, take uh, and drive horses around the track. So it's kind of cool. Ah, cool. They get a lot of hands on. Well, let's. Uh, Can I go? Uh, how old are you? Am
2: I youth enough? Yeah, you're, you're,
0: <laughs> you're under 16. You'll be
2: fine.
3: I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll say pay attention.
0: If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner
1: or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse tradin', well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse tradin', they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse tradin', well, if the are talkin' in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuadin'. Horse
0: trading. Yes, it's time for Really Bad Ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads, either from Craigslist or Facebook or someplace. And we just have a little bit of fun with them because... They're fun. So we've been doing this for about 10 years now and have read thousands of these ads and we're getting help now. You get double, you get entered into prizes if you submit an ad and we, we do a drawing at the end of the month for everybody to submit an ad that month. And if you read your own ad into our voicemail line, which you can find at horsesinthemorning.com, there's a little button on the right hand side there. Just record it right on your phone. It comes to us magically. Uh, if you do that, you get double the entries and we give away prizes and those are, provided by horselovers.com every single month. Check out Horse Lovers. We love those guys over there. They're always having stuff going on, and they're kind enough to provide these prizes to us every month.
2: And the first prize is the Rambo Natura Summer Sheet. It offers superior protection from coat fading UV rays and insects. It's made with an outer fabric to provide excellent breathability and coverage from the sun. The cut makes it particularly suitable for broader horses as it offers the ultimate in shoulder freedom and movement due to the patented split technology, not the patented spit technology. That's a different thing. <laughs> that's a can't read either.
0: That's a $200 blanket right there, and also by horseware. My dad, a $150 gift certificate for Gatsby nylon products. That's it. You go to horselovers.com. You choose $150 of Gatsby nylon products. Tell them you what you want from halters to grooming totes, trailer ties, and so much more. And they'll ship them to you.
2: Perfect. And the third prize is remember if you record your own ad, You get double the entries, and one is the Abrazo Hug Fly Sheet, a lightweight fly sheet with a hug closure system, bias or singles, removable leg straps, and a tail flap, and this design allows them to eat and graze without blanket binding and minimizes shoulder rubs or wither pressure that is often caused by
0: traditional-styled blankets. And that's a $70 value, so we have almost $500 in prizes this month. That's insane. And people who submitted ads, we get to read them, but we don't get to read them all. So Hannah and Jen and Jessica, we aren't getting to yours today. I'm sorry about that. But uh, that doesn't mean you're not entered, that you are entered. Anybody that submits is entered. All right, Lorene. We're always happy when Lorene sends us in from New Jersey. Okay. And she did not disappoint, apparently, this week, because I heard Jennifer laughing while she was listening to it. Hi,
5: good morning. I'd like to read a really bad ad. And this ad is for a four- Horse with tack room, and there's a picture of a trailer. And the ad says 1981 Miley, dot dot dot, for a horse, comma head to butt, dot dot, with mangers, dot dot, and tack room, dot dot dot, new front axle, dot dot dot, rear rear axle total rebuild, dot dot dot, new wiring and breakaway system, dot dot. New wood throughout, except trailer floor. Oh, boy. Dot, dot. Trailer <laughs> floor treated with waterproofing. Dot, dot, dot. Tires, 95%. Dot, dot, dot. Can be seen at, and then it gives an address, dot, 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 for trade, dot, 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 dot. Long range bangs or 3500 dot, dot, dot. Thank you for looking and that's no punctuation long... at the end.
0: I have no idea what that means.
5: <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole ad. And before I say goodbye, I'd like to give a shout out to the horse husband. We met May 21st today 1982 39 years wow. ago. We've been together 39 years and where is horse husband? He is on a golf
0: trip with his brother.
5: So <laughs> I guess I'm going to the dressage clinic. But
0: thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, congratulations, girl. That's a lot of years.
5: After all
2: those years, you're like, oh whatever. Yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> I'll do mine.
0: After thirty nine years you're comfortable going your separate ways for
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Good hey, job, I, 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 I wanted to tell you uh, I, yeah. I, I I wrote somebody about an ad. Like I was like I, I I had some wine and uh, <laughs> I was like I We're saw be this discussing ad. Your
0: wine addiction in the post show today.
2: Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I don't even have a wine addiction. I don't know why I said that. I probably had a beer. Um, so, I, but I saw this ad on Oklahoma horses for sale, twenty five hundred dollars and under, and that's where I found Gus or one of the horse I the last one I rescued. So I was like, I'll go on there and see. And I saw this picture. Of a little paint horse. And I wanted to read you the ad and let you read through the lines, and then I'll tell you what they said about it. Uh, so the ad is 5YR paint gelding built like a tank. Bro- oh, oh, by the way, there's no punctuation. Five year paint gelding built like a tank broke for experienced rider. 14.5 rides in a hack would make good cutter or roper or your next barrel horse more go than woe. 1800 firm or trade for a kid broke granny safe horse. What does that say to you? Uh, this sucker is wild. Yeah. This sucker is wild. It's not trained. So she's like, I said, to, um, like, ask where they are. If it's really far away. I was like, um, can you send me some pictures and videos? Like, it's really far away. I'm not going to go out there. Uh, her response, she sends one picture of a paint pony and says, I lost the video of him being rode cause my daughter broke her phone, but you're welcome to come try him out. <laughs> yeah. I, again, remember you guys rule number one, do not go see a horse unless there's a video. Clearly you can Facebook. So you could Facebook live me a video of the horse. If he's standing around in your backyard, get on him and ride him. I don't know. Do not go see a horse. If they won't send you a video and this is three hours away. And I was like, oh, okay, we're good. Thank you. Let me know when you get a video. Have a nice
0: day.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? Would you go out and see a horse like that?
0: No, no. No, but I, I won't drive anywhere unless...
2: <laughs> <laughs> is it five, within five miles? Yes. Maybe. All right. Katie sent the next one. In. Sorry, I just had to give you my experience. Um, it's real. But Katie sent this one, in, and this is Tennessee Walkers and Gated Horses, and this is a Facebook page, and there's a picture of a beautiful... What color
0: is that? Is that a grullo? Do they call that?
2: It's a gruya paint. It's gruya. like blue okay. with some white and through it, like a lightning bolt on does the side. It does look like a lightning
0: bolt, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: here's the ad <laughs> The new stud turned into this June. Good build, nice tall boy with a lightning bolt to boot. Thor rode this horse in the universe near us before he sent him down to earth to fight evil. <laughs> Here he is ready to start to fight the good fight. Where, uh, and then it gives their website, which is blocked out. But this says, where all your dreams come true. Just look into date in the future. Message me if you might want to hang out. What? What?
0: <laughs> the horse or the person? I'm sorry. Did
2: this turn out a start out as a sale <laughs> ad and end as a personal there ad? There are
0: two studs available here, apparently.
2: <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> And the person whose name is Sean, so... Yeah, d- d- apparently not the his... horse
0: has a lightning bolt, not Sean. Well, if Sean might too, we don't know.
2: <laughs> the new... St- Let me read this again. The new stud turned into this... Jing- good build, nice tall boy with lightning bolt. ready. starts a good fight where all your dreams come true, just looking to date in the future. Is it like a breeding stud? No. I d- well, maybe. This is... Katie, you found a really bad ad. Wow.
0: Katie, you should have, you should have uh, contacted him and found out if he was actually looking for a date.
2: Yeah, Katie, I'm going to need some follow-up, please. Um, <laughs> Katie's like, Tennessee...
0: no way in hell I'm calling him.
2: <laughs> maybe I can go to that Facebook page. Tennessee Walkers and Gated Horses is the Facebook
0: page. <laughs> All right, Casey sent in the next one, and it's this very adorable picture of a cow with big horns and a little child sitting on a Western saddle on top of the cow with big horns with this big rope halter thing. <laughs> it's a very cute picture, actually. But the child is not wearing a helmet. But maybe you don't need helmets to ride a cow. I don't know. Um, but it says... Corin, Corintine. The name of the ki- the breed of the cow is probably Corintini. I don't know how to say it. It's a longhorn, uh, and this is in Illinois. I have a longhorn Cor- cross, Coriente, Coriente longhorn cross steer. Very tame, easy to catch, saddle broke. Kids love riding him. He leads and ties. Would trade for a miniature cow or bull or mini donkey or three female Nigerian dwarf goats. So, let me understand this. The kids love the cow, but we're going to get rid of the cow. Cow can't stay.
2: Cow's got to go.
0: Cow's got to go because the kids will love the Nigerian dwarf goats, too. But they can't ride the Nigerian dwarf dwarf goats. And your child looks so happy on the cow.
2: Okay. Can I just, as a parent, Mm. comment on the fact that they are riding a horse, uh, a cow with horns and just a halter with no helmet it's I a mean, well,
0: it says right here he's a well broke cow. Is he? Okay.
2: <laughs> well, I, I, I well broke cows still trip and fall. Okay. Put the damn helmet on. He does on have big kid.
0: long horns. He does have that.
2: <laughs> I mean, just right. I just my, my it hurts my face to think about the kid getting whacked, whacked in, the in the face. The face. Yeah, because
0: all that cow would have to do is turn his head, and he's gonna get yeah. you. <laughs> It's well, well broke, well though. Well broke. But you know what? If you got some Nigerian dwarf goats, you can have this cow. I, and I've always wanted a riding cow. There you go. All right. It's probably in Oklahoma. Next oh, one. it's Illinois.
2: Next one's yours. Uh,
0: Alicia sent this one in. Horse for sale, $1,200 in the north side. Maybe Chicago. I don't know. <laughs> on don't. <laughs> the north
2: side <laughs> of the earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a short ad. Female horse for sale. Good with humans, needs a bit of work. Good for labor, six years old. What? What kind of labor?
2: Ready, breathe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, did they mean breeding? I'm assuming. Or does it mean a uh, the pack horse? It's good to be a pack horse.
2: They also called it a female horse. So <laughs> I'm assuming they don't know very much about it. Good for labor. Good for labor. What the F does that mean? Like, you don't even say that about humans. You know what? She's good with labor. Like, that's not a thing.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Allie sent the next one in. This is giving it to Alicia. I don't know that Allie uh, has ever sent one in before, so here we go. Let's hear it. Hi, my name's Allie, and I wanted to read you a pretty bad ad.
2: It is in Spanish Fork, Utah. It says miniature slash mini horse. Um, two reasons that I love it is the picture is just a tiny, tiny horse, pretty large kid on it, feet reaching the fetlocks, and finger in his nose pretty great the other reason is because I love Jamie but I know it'll drive her nuts so here we go meet Eminem he just turned one on April 21st he would be a great mini therapy horse he is only 25 to 30 inches tall he is a little stud he would need to be castrated or if you are wanting a small stud period his feet need to be done but he has never been founder or lame. he has great feet period he loves our kids and would be a great family pet. He is so sweet and calm. Asking thirteen hundred. Thanks for looking. If you want your mini therapy stud? We got it right here.
0: I love how the listeners are now, right now trying to antagonize you and get my, you.
2: <laughs> my head just exploded. The fact I love that I how they're doing this.
0: I love that I'm not alone in trying to pick on you now.
2: Oh my god! Like, like my whole body hurts right now. Like, Allie. <laughs> Oh my God! Are they? Oh, let me let me back up. Was their child number one helmetless riding a yearling stud mini
0: with his finger in his nose? What? <laughs> At first, what I thought the child had the finger world? in the nose of the horse. My
2: <laughs> well, head just exploded. Just so you know, I'm gonna have to have... now see. Remember that beer we talked about earlier? I need one now to calm down. Oh my God, <laughs> Ally.
0: Uh, Lila yep. sent this one in. It's a, it's our trailer of the week. It's a stock can't horse. can't have a
2: soul. No, can't have no a soul. soul. Gelbatch.
0: By the way, we sell merchandise for Gelbatch, too. You can find that at uh, hrnstore.com. <laughs> it's, uh, a
2: talk. it's a real attention getter because I have the hoodie, I have the shirt, and I have the bumper sticker on my truck and on my trailer. And
0: uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. Stock horse trailer, $2,900 in Bakersfield. In Bakersfield and... Illinois or Indiana? I don't know. It's California. I'm selling this newly remodeled stock horse trailer. The roofs and floor are brand new. Brand new painting. New jack. Excellent condition. Very large. Can hold up to 10 cattle. There is a divider. Tires are good. Feel free to call or text. No, they're not. Now, let's talk about this. First of all, he did a good job. The thing looks completely restored at the top. But when he says tires are good, he forgot to mention that they're all different sizes.
2: Oh, my God. I'm glad it's not just me.
0: No. The Those front tire is much smaller tires. than the back tire. They're two different sizes.
2: It's like a white wall tire, like so, you know, two wh- inches of, of rubber. And then the other one is like six inches of
0: rubber. It's I like a hip hop m- tire and a regular tire. Um, but now, if you're going to... St- he obviously took time to fix up the top. Why wouldn't you put matching tires on it for you know $2,900? What? You <laughs> what?
2: might could get 10 cows in there, but it's going to be hell. <laughs> Right about number six, you're going to start push! Push! <laughs> God. Oh, jeez! Ah! Okay. Um, Michelle sent this one in, and this is from John's Facebook post. Well,
0: I guess why I gave it to you. <laughs>
2: oh, Lord. What is that? Okay. This is uh, one word. 1-4-Y-E-A-R. One, four, For 14-year Old 13.2 Connemara mare with Philly foal.
3: <laughs> that always
2: cracks me up. <laughs> Is it a Philly colt or a Philly foal or a Philly, Philly? That's uh, a Colt Philly. With Philly foal at foot full Out What the? 14 <clears throat> year old 13.2 Connemara mare with Philly foal at foot foal out of Corrib boy full Connemara stallion mare was running with Corrib, boy for three weeks. So possible in full, no guarantee last picture stallion, 2,500 euros. What What <laughs> did I just read? I,
0: did they use Google translate maybe for that ad? Cause it was overseas. Maybe
2: It's in Europe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty bad. Uh, you have the next one too. Oh, uh cute
2: five-year-old pony oh jesus sorry couldn't to say that <clears throat> it's so cute in the first picture <laughs> five-year-old this is from a facebook ad that katrina sent in five-year-old pony available blueberry 13.1 hands best suited as a practice pony for rough stock <laughs> videos available Located in British Columbia, but shipping can be arranged to Alberta. She has been ground driven and has had about 15 rides. She's fairly broke, smart and athletic, but she wants to buck too hard to be useful to us. She's a lean, mean bucking machine. Good for a sticky kid or one you don't like that much.
1: <laughs> At least they are
2: <laughs> If you have a life insurance policy, you're close to inheriting, this pony would make a great gift. <laughs> <yep. laughs> would also make a de- a great companion. She's cute as a button and has decent ground manners. Would make the perfect lawn ornament. Let me back up because I want to say that she's had 15 rides and she's fairly broke. Yet, she's a bucker. The photo of this 13.1 hand pony Is leaping into the air, of course, bucking somebody off who's not wearing a helmet. Uh, And I believe this pony is around the average of five to six feet off the ground.
0: At least. At least. (laughs) Your kid better be really sticky.
2: Maybe 12 to 14 feet would be a more accurate assumption.
0: He almost jumped over the wall.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is a bucking horse right there.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you got to practice the bucks. And this is a good one to do it on.
2: (laughs) You, do you know what? You
0: survive around that? with this one. You can stay on anything. <laughs> you're good. Oh, my
2: God. They need to put that in the rodeo. Maybe that every rider
0: should have to do one of these to get practice for when no. their horses unexpectedly do it.
2: No. No. You, I would not uh, recommend
0: uh, okay. that. All right. Uh, Ashley sent the next one in. This is in the Driving Ponies Facebook group, <clears throat> which I didn't know there was one. Uh, Driving Ponies. Oh, you're going to love this one, too. They're just trying to agitate you today. Oh my god. Need a man to reschool a pony to cart as close to the Lyskirk area as possible. Asking on behalf of a friend is willing to travel, but needs to be a man, not a woman, as this pony is strong. Looking for recommendations. Oh recommend my it. god. <laughs> they are so trying to piss you off today. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> Ashley and Allie, you guys are on my list. <laughs>
0: I saw I read that one today before the show, and I said, oh, my Are God, she's going to love this one.
2: You, it needs to be a <laughs> man, a man's not horse. a
0: woman. You like all, this you all,
2: pony is strong.
0: You grew up in Lancaster County. You're used to seeing ads that say man's horse, because the Amish all put that. Man's horse or woman's horse. That's what they put. <laughs> We're going to end with Rebecca. Rebecca's going to end the show today. So it better be good, Rebecca.
1: Hello. I found this on Facebook. My name is Rebecca, and I'm from Wisconsin. Um, It's an ad with four Angus cows for sale, Um, and the spelling is really funny. Um, I have lovely ladies who needs a new home. These ladies have calves, spelled C-A-L-F, apostrophe S, and would wed them, gone, A-S-A-P. I moved, and I don't have any space for them at my place. All great cows have had great looking calves location is beaver dam wisconsin the first is a four-year-old cow she is really friendly has been on halter a little she has a heifer calf born 327 21 we'll let you go up to her calf no problem she has had three calves before no problem what do what do ever two thousand (laughs) dollars oh my gosh second is first time mom she is two years old. Also friendly. Will let you pet her and her heifer calf. No problem with calving. Does does take care of the calf. Calf was born three twenty three twenty one two thousand dollars. Next is a cow who is three years old.
0: Can I just stop it there? Do they start having babies with cows? This this cow would have had to get me pregnant at one.
2: I think we've been over this before, I and do? I think it was a little rapey <laughs> <laughs> also
1: friendly, a little shy will let you pet with her bull calf he was born three thirty twenty one. 21 great mom and no problems with her two thousand dollars last is the oldest cow she is five has had a lot of caves c-a-v-e-s the best mom i have had she has had a lot of great looking calves her baby was born three twenty-one, twenty-one two thousand dollars. Have a great day. Love your show. Bye.
0: They had a lot of babies born on the same day at that farm.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, Wisconsin, eh? Like you're up there. Believe you me, I know those people in Wisconsin are making them cows have babies when they're one year old. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was it's just a doing the math out.
0: that she was talking about that going. Don't right,
2: but <laughs> well, that is horrifying. All right, I that's love it. We're gonna go accent. into the- So, if you guys are from you know certain places where you don't have accents, like Laureen in New Jersey, and and this lovely woman in uh, Wisconsin, thank you, Rebecca. Uh, oh, you guys, can, send can we your mention ads too? In? We haven't
0: got any ads from Australia and New Zealand lately. Hello, chop chop. We need your accents. I mean.
2: Let's I'm going to need some Canadian A's. I'm going to need some Australian, some New Zealand, uh, some G- British. Well, come on, you guys. We have all, all these listeners be in
0: Sweden. You guys have to have bad... You know what? They probably don't have any bad ads in Sweden. They're probably all perfect. That's why we're not getting any Swedish ones.
2: It's beautiful, yeah? Perfect.
0: <laughs> all right. Before we get... Hey, mail goes to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. We'll be back here on Monday. We hope you are safe and have fun riding your ponies. Auditors, hold on. We're just going to do a quick uh, post-show today.
2: Hey, Nuitary Geld. Geld Dutch.
0: Merchandise available at hrnstore.com.
2: artinstore.com in